it. Hey, hang now I'm with your girl. You got that look in your eye that I'm in eye that one more time and I'm only girl. Just right, I'm only girl. Say this or that when I'm at oh and I know that me on fire. And when I'm at when I'm at girl ain't nothing like a shot. Cause we gon' do some something that's gon' get done and we gon' get crunk and have a lot of fun. And I said shout it, shout it. She working at it, she working at me, she talking that bump just like 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 I like it. She keep it on and poppin'. So I got it poppin', yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? <laughs> I know I didn't know all the words. I don't care. Leave me alone. Judge, judge, don't judge me. Judge your mammy. Listen, welcome to another edition, another installment, another episode. Ooh, that was all. Hold on. <clears throat> Nope, nope. <clears throat> Hold on, that was off. Wait, 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 wait. We gotta do that over. Welcome to another edition, another installment, another episode. There we go. Did y'all hear that? Did you you heard it in the throat? You understand what I'm saying? You heard the uh, you know what I'm saying? You gotta hear that. To another edition, another installment, another episode of the TOB After Dark Show with your boy, um, Ty the Pie Guy. This is episode 104. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to everybody. Um, whether you are a returning fan or returning listener, because you know we don't like to really say fans for real in the podcast industry, really for real. When it comes to independent podcasts, we don't like to say fans. We like to say listeners because that's what you guys are. You guys are our like pie family, you know, extended family. You are listeners who give their sweat equity in listening to us. You understand what I'm saying? So we appreciate you. We love you. And good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all of you listening, whether you are here in America listening or internationally. We appreciate you and we thank you. Um, continue to listen to us. Um, follow us. Subscribe to us on any and all platforms that you are listening to podcasts from, whether that be Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Buzzsprout, um, any podcast, right? Any podcasting platform, we are there. So go check us out. You can also follow our network, the THC Network, the network that we are proudly on, the network that I proudly, proudly serve. Um, follow them at the THC Network um, on Instagram and Twitter. That's the THC Network with a underscore. Uh, you can be live with us on Patreon right now for four dollars a month. You understand what I'm saying? So that gets you um, live um live video engagement with me that you really can't get nowhere else like i'm not doing it on instagram and facebook and all of those platforms so you know you got to come over to the patreon and uh kick it with your boy to actually you know um uh see see what i'm doing and everything unless you just want to hear it you know uh through through um the streaming platforms just just listening which is fine too but i would love for y'all to come engage you know hopefully when the world opens back up and about you know um when the world opens back up in about like two three years you know what i'm saying hopefully we get a time a period you know 
uh, where I can get out there and get some live shows going. So that's what the Patreon is for as well. Discounts on merch and the merch has uh, we've been getting a lot of great um, reception on the merch, especially the phone cases, uh, the the shirts, the the um, the mask uh, that have been coming in. So. Um, we really appreciate everybody for copping some merch um, that really is exposure for the podcast and for the network. So we really do thank you and we appreciate you so, 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 so very much. Again, follow us on our Patreon, become a Patreon and follow us on our YouTube channel for all clips uh, from all of our podcasts, from this podcast and our brother podcast um, on our network. Listen, I am tired. Okay, if you can't hear it in my voice, <laughs> like I literally like woke up maybe about an hour ago, you know what I'm saying? Like fully, right? Like I had to take a nap because it's good to be busy, right? I've understood. I I I understood that, right? Like it's good. To- oh snap! <laughs> it's good to be busy, right? And you know what? I like it like this. It's good to be busy, right? Um, but at the same time, uh. I've had to kind of just, you know, um, kind of, I don't want to say this, like, just over, not over exude, but over exceed the, the, the limitations that I've kind of set for myself even now. And I've told myself to stop doing that, you know, work in progress. Right. Um, but it's a good tire. You understand what I'm saying? It's not a tire where. I'm sick of what I'm doing because I'm I'm doing what I love to do, right? I'm doing what I'm what my passion is. You know what I'm saying? One, it's it's helping and growing. Um it's growing, you know, networks in ways that can really benefit um creators, really. And the fact that just over this past week, I've been in so many different spaces, right? In where I've had to, you know, drop my knowledge and drop my, you know, I guess expertise, if you want to say, um, into the room. And I really had to understand, like, yo, you're you're built for this, right? Like, don't don't shy away because you think you're not built, right? Like, I I really had to sit there and be like, no, I I am built for this. I am, um very much in control right and i can do this you understand what i'm saying so um if you didn't hear me i think either last week or the week before um it just got announced by afros and audios that um and i announced it kind of like oh a little early but it was premature whatever it is what it is um but if you don't know uh i will i am serving as the community manager for afros and audios um and i'm really really excited for the opportunity um as i said before um two weeks ago about how everything went down you know it's a it's a blessing and and it's really um a thing of you know i see my skills in this as valuable even even coming to you know we've been having meetings and everything you know because i've been you know before he even said anything like you know he came to me before the announcement was even you know a thing so i've been working before the announcement was was a thing you know so i, I told a few people that you know i had a I had a job out here you know we signed the tax forms you feel know what i'm saying so um it was it was really great to 
have that and really just be in a space where I can utilize the skills that I've learned, utilize the skills that I've garnered um, building my own thing, right? Working with others. You understand what I'm saying? And I see kind of where my I don't want to say where my path is headed, but I can see that I'm going to be very in, in, a, in a lot of spaces that, again, some may not think that I'm worthy of being in, but you just got to show your work. Right. And even if you want to go a little biblical on them, you got to get you just got to show thyself approved. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yo, like. You can't get intimidated. I know that for a fact, right? I used to feel very small going into rooms that were not. I remember I remember in Grand Rapids when I graduated and I really got on the entrepreneurship foot. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Like, I didn't, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was going into these rooms and I'm telling everybody, oh, I'm a podcaster. This is West Michigan. Okay. <laughs> this is a small ass city. Ain't nobody no nobody know what the fuck a podcaster is unless you're traveling. You understand what I'm saying? Unless you actually understand what that is, right? Um unless you're in the big markets like New York and LA because podcasting was not, you know, not not known, right? This was a this was a thing. But in West Michigan, nobody knew what the fuck that was. So I kind of brought that into the mainstream of west michigan i'll 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 put that out there right and i'll toot my own horn for that you understand what i'm saying but my my i knew my plan was bigger than that so in so in leaving right i understood and i'm understanding even now that um in building my network people are going to come along and see that the work that you're doing we want to we want you to come over and bring that work it's it, it i cried i'm not even gonna lie to y'all right i don't even, i don't think i told y'all that part i cried because the work that i really have been going hard in pales in comparison to what i've been going like how hard i've been going in the last maybe month month and a half really real talk and as I said before, something clicked in my head, maybe mid July, late July, that just said, "Okay, bro, if you gonna jump in this bitch, jump in it." And it took me some time to jump, fully dive into it. I just had to do it, fully go into content creator mode. Now that doesn't mean I can't sit here and go into my. A corporate bag and pull out some shit that doesn't mean i need you know go i can't go into different bags and pull out stuff but if i was going to go for it i couldn't play with it no more right and so and not playing with it anymore and accepting that okay you know what you're doing this you're full-time you're go it allowed me to just understand the value in that the skills in that, not doubting myself, not playing myself, right? Because as content creators, we're very hard. As, as artists, as con- as creators, as creatives, we're very, very tough on ourselves. People, period, very tough. If you, if you work hard, if you work hard, period, 
You are very fucking tough on yourself. It's tough. You you are tough on yourself. And it's like, God damn, I'm not trying to be. I don't I don't want I don't I don't want to be this. I don't I don't want to I don't want to just keep going this hard and, you know. And nothing's happening. As I, I I've been saying this before, and I'm and I'm saying I'm, I'm sorry that I keep saying this, but it's for me. Being intentional has has been the thing, right? Being more intentional and in trying what I can do, seeing if this works, seeing if this works. If it doesn't work, okay, scrap it. See if this works. See if this works. If it doesn't work, okay, scrap it. Being okay with failure, right? Fail more times than I succeeded, and I'm okay with that. Because that's gotten me into the doors that I needed that I needed to get into. And I remember praying to God, like, yo, G O D, especially being in New York, put me around people who are going to magnify me. Even if that's like five folks, that's fine. He know I don't need no big ass entourage. I ain't that type of dude. Give me five solid people whether they're women or men i don't care give me five solid people that can pour into me and i pour into them here we good and he's continuously showing me this person this person this person this person this person like afros and audios was was i didn't i didn't think if you know, I didn't think that you know. I I knew we were probably going to collab together and everything like that. But f- for them to say, "Hey, we would love for you to come on the team," it was like a whoa. It was like everything was coming full circle. Everything was like, "Well, come on, come on, come on, show yourself, show your skills." And I'm sitting here, and I'm like, "Yo, I'm you know, I'm getting into the job, and I'm." you know, just going hard. I'm just (laughs) looking at myself like, wow, you, you, you really know what you're doing. And that was crazy for me. Like real talk. Cause sometimes, like I said, you forget the skills that you learn as an entrepreneur going through it by yourself. Because sometimes when you think about it, like when you don't think about it like that as, as, Hey, I've acquired mass skills over these four or five years that I've been doing this. Instead, you're thinking like, God damn it, even with the four or five years that I have acquired, I still don't have the same skills. What I had to figure out and what I cracked for my cheat code and what I'm cracking still for my cheat code is that everything to me is like a NBA 2K build, right? You beast at one mode. So I beast on the mic, right? Pause, <laughs> right? I beast at podcasting. You understand what I'm saying? When it comes to this, I can go on anybody's podcast and just light it up, right? I know that, period. Audio, cool. When it came to editing and video, I never wanted to do it. <laughs> I said, fuck that shit. <laughs> and I never wanted to. But everybody... Even podcasters was telling me like, yo, bro, you know, like I I know you don't want to. And there's a lot of people who are who are good audio, 
but you have the personality to even if you don't edit just post them and i tried failed didn't want to do it after i failed, i just said i'm done it took me to realize like yo if i'm really fucking serious about what the fuck i'm doing then i need to act like it i need to put in the same amount of energy that i'm sitting here moping and shit like that about not editing and going to edit this fucking video right get this fucking thing that's holding my goddamn phone up and hit the record button and once i got into it for myself not for nobody else right because i can my thing is i can do it for no anybody else period right but for me i'm like and i had to i had to cut that mentality because sometimes we can do it for somebody else even if it's for a check like oh shit we forget, like, yo, you have your business over here. You're not just doing it for a check over here. You're doing it for the passion, and sometimes you forget that. And so I had to get reminded, and I got reminded. And I was like, you know what? You are fucking right. Let's get let's get into this shit. I really had to go back to 20, I want to say 2017, 2018, Ty. Right, had to get back into that mindset, right? Kind of get low key with everything, right? Not in the sense of um, the podcast or anything, but like in the background, working, working, working. So, yeah, YouTube right now is looking good. <laughs> like, I'm proud, I'm proud of my YouTube page right now, it looks great. Few edits here and there that was coming soon, but it looks fucking amazing. Patreon looking good. I'm running what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten plus social media pages. Patreon, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can't tell me we out, we not out here beasting. Yeah, all ran by me. Numero uno, the Don. Okay, no, for real. I'm, I'm not. We ain't, we ain't trying to be humble right now. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I, like, I, I be humble. I be humbles, and I've been humble. Like for real, for I've been humble. But y'all better fucking check my resume. <laughs> Don't fucking play with me out here. Okay. I don't care about your Instagram followers. I don't give a damn about your engagement and shit like that. If you ain't good at my shit, I'm going to tell your ass about it. And I'm going to show your ass about it. You understand what I'm saying? I'm really I'm I'm real I'm really good at what I do. Right? Really good at what I do. And I'm getting better at the little things. And that's great. That's amazing. Like my like my bio says, I content create sometimes. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like it's not gonna be every day. It's never gonna be every day. But I can talk my ass off. Even if even if it's a on a tangent, I can talk it. So yeah. I don't know where that was going, but all I'm saying is 
You know, sometimes you got to just shout your shit out. You got to, I'm running a whole network. Well, four of my, with four of my shows being the home shows and one other external show. Shout out to, uh, shout out to, um, how to hustle with Hank. You feel me? Like what? I'm building over here. Building a network. Not build not building a podcast anymore. That's those days are over. If you're still looking at me as a builder podcaster days, those days are done. You feel what I'm saying? Like somebody like a lot of people keep asking me like or telling me like, "Yo, we can't keep up with you." Again, I I was I was I just recorded a Black Man Win podcast episode. The 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 episode before the season finale records, right? And yes, we have we have season one damn near done. Season two is about to start getting recorded. That's that's how invested I am into this. But literally, I um I was talking to my guy who I was interviewing, and I told him I said, "Yo, I've been going hard. Like it's, it's just been." mad crazy just go 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 and y'all he was like you have been like bro you the fact that you are doing so much i'm like well where do you think i i i get it from i'm like the people that i network with the people that i have aggressively network with Right. And not an aggressive and, and not in a, in a tone where it's let, let's be friends. No, but really connecting with people, networking with people outside of my bubble. You understand what I'm saying? Because I can be in my bubble. I definitely can be in my bubble. I know that. But really aggressively trying to get to know podcasters. You understand what I'm saying? Getting to know other podcasts, excuse me, in my industry. You understand what I'm saying? So everybody tells me, oh, yo. I can't keep up with you. Well, bro, you should understand or sis, you should you should get that the people that I look up to, the people that mentor me are people who literally have a lot of shit going on. That do a lot of shit, host a lot of shit. So if you can't keep up with me, obviously for me, that tells me I'm doing something right. And that's no shade. But I'm just telling I'm just letting everybody know that just tells me I'm doing something right when I'm making sure that this right here in my head, the congl- like I can see everything trickling down and is and is looking amazing. You understand what I'm saying? Everything is looking good. I thought I was going to burn out from running all of these social medias. And honestly, it's very great. <laughs> like, I can't complain. Now, that doesn't mean I'm about to take on any more social media accounts because, <laughs> no, I already run 10 plus. I'm not taking on any more social media accounts unless the paycheck is real. Not I'm not. I'm No, like for real, for real, unless the paycheck is, is, is nice. I'm not I'm not I'm not running no more social media accounts. I already run 10 of my own. Oh, no. <laughs> for the free ball, too. <laughs> No. <laughs> so I just definitely wanted to come on here and just maybe just not be a little humble and just spout my shit. You understand what I'm saying? And talk my shit and really say like, yo, I'm beasting out here as one of the best independent podcasters, period, out here. You understand what I'm saying? 
growing one of the best independent networks that will literally, literally be in somebody's studio or maybe I'll be out, you know, creating my own studio. We'll never know, but that's in the air and I'm and I'm here for it. You understand what I'm saying? So to be where I am, to sit where I sit, to have what I have, I'm blessed and I'm thankful. So let's get into this show. Let's get into all of this madness. You feel me? Let's go. Um, What are we talking since you want to be all stupid? Uh, Hold on, y'all. Give me my phone. Ah, there we go. There we go. Oh, look at that. Oh, we're back. All right. So we I want to talk. Uh, I was going to give you all a throwback Thursday, but I didn't really have one. Let me see. Throwback Thursday. Um, da, 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 da. Oh, I got a throwback Thursday for y'all ass. And it's going to be so funny because it includes my friends. Okay, so listen. <laughs> We're grown. We all. <laughs> ah, so we go to this movie, right? And it was like a Valentine's Day thing. I remember all my my boys was there. You feel what I'm saying? And then we had dates, right? And I'm not going to lie. At the time, my date, me and my date, I was really trying to, like, you know, see what she was about. I was really like, you know, it was my first time in college. I'm 18. You know, she looks nice. I look like I was looking. You know what I'm saying? I was looking like I was looking. I ain't going to say I was looking good or fine or cute or handsome. Shit, I was I was probably an ugly duckling for real to her ass. But, hey, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind. So, you know, we all go to, it's about three to four of us. We all go to um, three, three to four couples, right? So it's about eight of us. We all go to um, Applebee's to eat. And I remember telling her, and I and I cannot and I cannot lie to you on this. I remember telling her because I was broke. I was broke as shit. You understand what I'm saying? So I was broke. I told her, listen. Um. So yeah. Um. I can pay for dinner, but you might have to pay for your movie. I was not kidding. Like I was like, yo, I don't got that much money, bro. I'm a broke college student just like you. Like, I could pay for dinner, but you got to pay for your own movie. I'll pay for my movie, right? But you got to pay for your own movie. I, 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 like, I could, pay for, I could pay for you to eat, right? No, it was Sweetest Day. I'm sorry. Sweetest Day. And you could pay to eat. And she was good with that. She was good. No problems. No, no gas. I was like, all right, man, man, no problem. And so, you know, we all leave. We get to the, you know, movie, yada, yada, yada. Again. This is where we're going to see Paranormal. Well, Paranormal Activity 4 was coming out. We all go to see Alex Cross. Now, if you know Alex Cross, Alex Cross was that horrible ass movie with Tyler Perry and that fucking stupid ass wig that was horrible as hell. Uh, Alex Cross, that movie should have been burned. Period. Burned to hell. Uh, (laughs) um, Then um, we. uh, So we see Alex Cross. It was born and shit. It's probably 11 something, 11.30, right? And we're in about, I want to say Kentwood area, right? Um, 
And again, we don't know where the fuck we're at. We're freshmen. We don't know shit from shit here in Grand Rapids, okay? And we get over there, and we we waiting for the bus. I look at the bus thing. I said, y'all, the bus is not coming. They said, what? I'm like, the bus is not coming. The bus literally stopped running at 1130. It's 11 fucking 45. Niggas was like, oh, shit. So eight of us, mad as hell, right? So shit is just escalating, right? Niggas really don't want to be with each other and shit like that. It's mad arguments going on. We walking in the parking lot and shit. Niggas trying to touch us with HIV and shit. I'm like, this is just ridiculous. What the fuck is going on? So we go to a 24-hour mire, right? There's a 24-hour mire. Uh, in there and lord and behold me and one of my sister friends was talking and just chatting up because my date was being an asshole and her date was being an asshole right and we was just like fuck our dates like we was just like bro because y'all just being some assholes right now y'all can go home if y'all want to so you know what i'm saying because they was being mad assholes at this point and we couldn't really do nothing and we're trying to find like we're trying to find a solution the the people that were really logical were trying to find a fucking solution and the other people were just like complaining and and it was like four of us that were trying to find a solution the other four were just complaining and shit like that so at this point we get into the mire and like i said me and my sister friend are you know complaining about our dates and shit like that so as we're walking down the aisle we turn our head to the right why are both of our dates you know all up in each other's face and he 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 can and shit damn near about to hug and he'll go fuck in the bathroom we're like oh what so they look over they like man oh fuck i was like wow i said i i i okay and I'm, I'm gonna be honest, right? This is this was not my finest hour, but I was mad as hell, and I said, "Well, bitch, if you want him, go ahead." I was, I was, I was just like that. I was like, "Well, bitch, you right there, go fuck him." I, my my friend looked at me and was like, "Oh shit!" Right? Like, oh my god! I was like, I was like, if she if she gonna do this right in my face, if she. If she going to literally play me like a violin, then go ahead. Fuck him. You understand what I'm saying? And he, knowing me and my crew, like, nah, it ain't even like that. I'm like, nigga, I've been watching you all day. You understand what I'm saying? Like, men know men. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, you've been catcalling this. You've been catcalling my day all fucking day, all fucking night. If you want him, go get him. You understand what I'm saying? And by the end of the night, my boy who came all the way down from Western called a taxi, right? Because he was with us, right? So he called a taxi because he was trying to calm me down. He was like, bro, just calm down. I was like, it's good. Like, I'm because I, I was mad. I, I wasn't even lie. I was mad. I was like, bro, get me out of here before I like punch something. Like, I was I was very just I was very emotional back then. I shouldn't have got emotional about that shit. But at the, at the same time, I'm like, nigga, I don't even know you. I don't want to fuck you up. Like, I was just like, you know what? All right. My boy came down, like, we went to high school together, so he came down from Western. He's like, bro, calm down, yada, yada. He gets us a taxi. We got, we, it felt like the longest ride home in that taxi, and it was quiet as fuck, like, so quiet. 
all my friends, all about five of us, right, six of us, go back to my dorm. My date and my sister friend date, they go back to her dorm. I said, bet. I said, I know where that's going. And, yeah, I was like, I've never been playing. You know what? Another throwback Thursday. I'm sorry. I got played like this again, and I was like, I'll never trust a woman again. I think I've told this story before. I was 16. She was 18. We went on a black college tour together, and I was an ugly-ass duckling. I'm not I'm not the swan that I am now or becoming the swan. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? My skin looking clear. That's great. <laughs> um, but I was ugly. You know what I'm saying? Dark skin. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, like, like, stop it. Let's keep it a bean. Your boy was ugly back then. You know what I'm saying? Fat, black, and ugly. Like, that's what it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. But I, to understand the confidence I had as a fat, black, ugly nigga, I knew I was going to get some, some hoes back in my day. You understand what I'm saying? I knew I was going to get them because I had the confidence. Shout out to my pops. Rest in peace. Okay, because he was fat and black. He wasn't ugly, though. He came into his looks, and I did, too. Amen. Okay. But 16, I was awkward, tall, like fat, big, skinny. It was weird. You know, I was going through all these changes and shit. You know, and I, was, I would get dark in the sun. So we, like, black culture, you know, it's all down south damn near. So we in the hot sun. You feel what I'm saying? And I remember I would take her to... We got Taco Bell out or her food and shit like that. Like, I was spending money like a sugar daddy. You understand what I'm saying? At the age of 16. Like, for me, I thought I was a sugar daddy at the age of 16. I'm like, yo, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with me, fam? <laughs> so we get off the bus, and I asked her, I pull her to the side. Again, I can't, I can't, I cannot lie to this. The amount of confidence that I had in myself to say, and she was she was light bright too, curly hair. You understand what I'm saying? Like apple bottom booty and shit like that. So I asked her, I'm like, yo, hey, what do you you know? Can we go out on a date and everything like that? I, man, I felt like I made my parents proud. My my, my dad smiling on me. My mom like, hell yeah, okay, son, son. She ain't say that for real, but she like, okay, who you talking to? You know, I'm like, I'm, you know, if you can drop me off on a date and whatever, I'm like, she's like, oh, shit, you know what I'm saying? So she, she like, go ahead, you know what I'm saying? So I can drive over there, yada, yada. She gets dropped off. We immediately go into the uh, the Macy's store, and she immediately goes into the Mac makeup department. Now, I'm like, now, what the fuck we here for that? Because I'm like, we're going to just go to the mall, walk around, and that's it, right? Because back then, going to the mall was like, all right. That was our way of like we going on a date. Now I ain't buying you shit, but but like we can walk around the mall. I might we can get some food or whatever, chit chat, talk, and then that's it. You know what I'm saying? Um, on that day, I under like I got played to the point where I got my my heart broken. Right? So, and it was it was puppy love too. It was so bad. Long story short. She got about a hundred to a hundred and fifty dollars worth of Mac makeup out of me. Uh just by giving me some puppy eyes. And she was like, Can you just, you know, do you have it? And I was like, You don't got it? She was like, No. And I was like, mm, okay. So I was like, I paid for it. 
At the age of 16, right? I feel like, listen, sugar daddy status. My mom was like, what happened? Because she had linked to my account, right? I'm 16, of course. She had linked to my account. She's like, what happened to your account? You just went down $100, $150. I was like, I, I couldn't even look my mama in the face and tell her this shit, but I had to. I had to. And my all my mama did was laugh. She laughed. She was like, damn, son. <laughs> she was like, damn, son. She played you. And she did because the text message, the next text message that came through my phone was, oh, you know, I just want to be friends. I don't want to be nothing more. I'm not looking for a relationship. And I said, oh, you bitch. <laughs> and I was just like, after that, I think I grew cold. For a long time when it came to fucking with like fucking with girls period like i was like man fuck these hoes <laughs> i was like man fuck these hoes because i seen how 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 crazy and manipulative they could be at such a young age right so i was like fuck these mm, i'm not i'm not trusting no no man that, that was a learning lesson for real bro like my mama just sat me down and she was like listen these girls and she was the first one to sit me down and under like really teach me like yo these girls out here there are some women out here that are genuine as fuck real talk but she sat me down and she told me also that there are some women out here that are literally just trying to play you for some shit and what you got son is just got played and when she just told me that i i appreciated it because i needed to hear from her it would have been it would have been so much more harder to hear from somebody in the streets that don't know me instead of and, and you know than hearing it from my mama and and literally telling like yo you know you fucked up you gotta play about this bit it's okay it is what it is and i was like wow so two throw two uh throwback thursday stories y'all my bad for for to be so long um so malice in the palace listen i watched a documentary on Netflix and let me tell you uh I was actually there in the nosebleeds we actually left before shit got too fucking crazy uh I was that was 2004 so I was 10 uh I think we got see I think we got some tickets from my school right um because the Detroit Pistons was always giving tickets away and and at the time we the Pistons was it right we coming off a ship we a championship team we beat the fucking lakers you understand what i'm saying we are lit man fuck is you talking about so i remember like the pacers i can i i i and i was a basketball head in that time not to the point where i got posters everywhere right because i think i was a jack of all trades i love music i love basketball um that was like my favorite sports to play and watch um so you know, when I would watch Pistons games, the Indiana Pacers were always one of those teams that, like, always gave the Pistons kind of trouble, right? And when you got Jermaine O'Neal, Steve Jack, Reggie Miller, I said, that's a team to, you know, be reckoned with. So on that day, I think it was me, my cousins, right, and my uncle, we go, um, and we in the nosebleed seats, right? Not too much in the nosebleed seats, but we in the nosebleed seats. And all of a sudden, right, it's it, it's a bad game. It's a bad game. Now, Detroit is known for its elaborate entrances, fire and shit like that. You can feel that shit from the nosebleed seats. But then 
you know, when we lose, we get quiet as hell. Like real talk, real talk. Uh, I've been to another. I've been to more Pistons games over the time to understand. Like yo, when we losing, oh my god, the crowd gets quiet, <laughs> quiet, and we're losing by a lot. And um, all I know is a hard foul on Ben. We like, oh, 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 it started getting crazy. And once it started to get a little crazy, my uncle was like, all right, yeah, let's go. Because he wasn't for, for all that shit. <laughs> like, he wasn't for all that shit. He's like, all right, let's roll. And we were out of there before the drink toss, right? Like, we were losing anyway. And at that point, once they were, like, fighting and tussling, like like I said, my uncle just didn't want to deal with all that shit. And so he was ready to go. So we just left. We're losing. Okay, we get it. Now, going to the Malice in the Palace with the drink. Yo, to watch that documentary, I really, really felt bad for Jermaine O'Neal, mostly Reggie Miller. Both of those two I felt super horrible for. Um, I love Detroit. Don't get me wrong. I love my city. You feel what I'm saying? But let's be clear and let's be real. Watching that video back, Wahites, the Watts and the Wahites, okay, provoked these players, right? And if I think David Stern, rest in, uh, rest in peace, if I believe he was still alive, he would literally have to reconcile with Ron um, Jermaine for real and Steven. Right? Really. But I mean, and, 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 and Reggie in a sense, but mostly Jermaine. Because Jermaine O'Neal, Jermaine O'Neal was lit. Like, he was about to be, he was a player. Like, that nigga was, he was great. Okay? And so, the fact that you look back at the footage, the man throws the drink. As the prosecutor said, and and I'm so glad that he took his thorough time going through this, is that, bro, if you wouldn't have thrown the fucking drink, none of this shit would have happened in the first place. I believe the players would have left it at the court. Detroit is losing by 15. Yes, we are. And and at that time, we're very rugged. We very rugged. Okay? We mad. Yeah, yeah, we upset. And Ben is going through something, too. Everybody was kind of going through something in their own way, in their own mind. Right? And so I believe it would have been left on the court. It would have been left on the court. I really would have believed that. Some fines may have been given out or whatever, but it would have been left on the court. However, the fact that the drink was froze, uh, froze, the, uh, the, the, the fact that the drink was thrown landed ignited the spark and then it combusted into a whole goddamn gasoline fire that's what happened okay to the fan that came on uh the 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 malice in the palace documentary go sit your ass down 
Because honestly, in my mind, looking at the documentary, you look like you wanted fame just as much as you wanted fame uh, when you said, oh, he punched me in the face. Boy, slow-mo that clip when Jermaine O'Neal was coming for you. If Jermaine did not slip, then you would have had a reason to cry. Here's the... You would have had a reason to cry. Because Jermaine slipped. And what happened was he slipped into you and what it looked like was him punching you. No, 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 no. His forearm slipped down. You understand what I'm saying? And he slipped all the way down, which made you fall in a way. I don't know how your big ass fell, but you fell. Talking about, oh, he hit me. Oh, my God. Even the lady... Who was securing uh who was the security talking about? People are coming in talking about, oh, how can we get yo, you gotta understand fans, I don't give a fuck how diehard we are, can get rowdy and can get disrespectful. And does not mean if we have a ticket, like the man said in the goddamn movie, when we have a ticket, that does not mean we can sit here and do what the fuck we wanna do. Because if a player come up in the fucking stand and start beating your stupid ass, then you're gonna cry fucking wolf, which your big ass did in the goddamn documentary. And and a lot of fans did too. And again, I'm glad that the prosecutor went at these motherfuckers because listen here, y'all shouldn't have been doing shit. We can get rowdy. But, bruh, sit down. Throwing chairs for what? If they ain't hitting you, if they ain't put their hands on you, then what? What are you throwing chairs for? Then you're going to get mad. Oh, I was protecting you. You weren't doing shit. You weren't doing shit but trying to get some media attention. Again, being in the industry I am in, the thug thing, oh, my God. The thug thing, it being played, a, a, just a clip, right? Ratings, 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 ratings. That's all people care about. At that time, Sports Center, ESPN, trying to get off of the map. So anything controversial, ratings, ratings. Everybody's trying to be making sure they say the most controversial thing to be the best ratings 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 you got people like Stephen A Smith and Mark uh Mike Wilbon love y'all brothers ratings though when we look back on those days we have to understand the time that we were in Mental health wasn't a thing at all. Okay. Suck it up and go play. Niggas wasn't coddling you. You know what I'm saying? Niggas wasn't thinking about your emotions like they are now. Being more aware, being more patient. No, 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 no. Niggas was really trying to just make this money and get this shit. And the NBA was like, hey, we got to put seats in the fucking we gotta put uh asses in the seats so the fans are always right which that was a fuck up on david stern's part rest in peace to him but that will tarnish his legacy i'm sorry that will be an l for him 
because the fact that no fans on the part of the NBA got punished for going after the players, for igniting the players. You understand what I'm saying? Whether they be from Detroit or not, because honestly, if if the roles were reversed, bruh, Indiana would do the same fucking thing. Hell, if we was in Chicago, it'd be, if not worse. The fact that the cops were nowhere goddamn to be found and it got out of hand that quick. Like, what type of security did y'all have? This is a national televised game with two of the best teams in the league at the time. The best in the East are about to go on the court and you know the tension is high. And you don't do anything? I feel like sometimes... And 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 white people act why he tastes act like they just so goddamn oblivious. I didn't know there was no Reggie Miller. Oh, sh- you you sometimes just want to slap the white, the red off their face. You understand what I'm saying? Because how you not know that's not Reggie Miller? Reggie Miller at the time is the only light skinned only light skinned skinny nigga with a bald head. Who look like a yellow milk dud. He's the only one in the NBA who look like a yellow milk dud. He look like he he's the high yellow Michael Jordan. He look like the how you don't know who that is. Stupid. I the dumbest the dumb shit that white people say. Well, I just did. Yes, you did. Take responsibility. We know you're not going to. We know you're not going to, and that's fine. But the fact that sometimes y'all sit there and just act so fucking oblivious. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know there was no Reggie. Bro, I'll, I'll pop your ass upside the head with this goddamn microphone. Fucking stupid. I'm sorry. It, it, that Listen, The Malice in the Palace was a great documentary that got me like really heated because the media propaganda that came with it, the thug, thug, thug. I'm just like, now I want to interview a lot of these um, people who really referenced them as thugs and didn't give them a chance to speak until now, 20 some years later. Or, or almost. Nearly. Like Jermaine's career. Like I'm looking at this man like his career. Ron won one. Steve won one. He good. Like they I'm not saying Jermaine is not good, but Jermaine though. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm crazy. All right. So I watch Cocaine Cowboys too, or or still watching Cocaine Cowboys, right? I'm not gonna lie, I fell asleep on that shit. Like <laughs> It was weird because I was I was watching the second episode last night and I just felt myself going to sleep and I was like, damn it, damn it. But then I fell asleep again today trying to watch. It. I was like, damn it, damn it. But but if you don't know what Cocaine Cowboys is, uh, Cocaine Cowboys is about these two uh, drug kingpins in Miami who literally uh, ran Miami from definitely like the eighties and nineties. Um, and it's a really good documentary. Uh, I suggest you guys go watch it. Um, <laughs> Netflix is really getting into this docu shit and exposing everything. And I'm like, all right, Netflix, don't let the house burn down. But just listen, 
I know they got I know they got money behind it. So it's just like, mm-hmm. Go ahead, Netflix. Get your bag. Uh af- uh what we want to end with is Nicki Minaj um and her husband uh Kenneth Petty. Now I'm going to be I'm gonna try to be as sensitive as possible with this topic, but um I don't think you can be sensitive when it comes to a woman who allegedly um is claiming that or saying right uh that um kenneth petty uh raped her um at the age of when they were young right so he was 16 um, I, be- I believe she was 15 or either way around um she said that uh in the court document that she's suing kenneth petty and Nicki minaj um she said in the court in the, in the court documents is saying that you know Basically, when they were young, he 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 forced himself on her and told the police or told her that nobody's going to believe you. And um, now Nicki Minaj um, has come out on Queen Radio and has started to talk about this. Now, um, she's saying that the woman is allegedly lying and that she has uh, she's trying to get. Or, or basically wants the lady to recant her statement. Um, and here's the thing. Here's, here's, here's how I know, in a sense. Um, and and I and 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 I don't want to say here's how I know, but I get a feeling of if you were really, really 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 in this predicament um where a man uh or any or a woman or anyone sexually assaulted you i want you to come forward right now i know the trauma in that could be too much i understand sometimes power and influence could be too much as well uh we see in too many cases where and i've seen in too many cases um being at grand valley where the sexual assault cases were through the roof um, that a lot, not a lot of women come forward. A lot of people do not come forward with their sexual assault um, allegations or cases. Right. And so uh, it's very hard to, to teeter totter around this. Right. But at the same time, we have to be real here. And so, my always understanding of this, especially when it's a high profile thing like this, I always think about, okay, who is the person of influence? Nicki Minaj here. Okay, cool. Who's the person who's claiming to be the victim? Um, this other girl who's a grown up now, right? She's a grown now. And then who is the, 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 basically the person who did the shit, Kendra Petty. Okay, cool. So, I look at it, especially when it's a high profile thing like this, like, all right, if she's lying and this is how my brain works, right? And y'all, y'all take it for what it is. Y'all let me know in the comments how y'all think about it. Here's how my brain works. If she was lying, she would have took the, the money that Nikki offered her allegedly. Right. Because there's allegedly that Nikki offered her twenty thousand dollars and a happy birthday song for her uh, her daughter's birthday to recant her statement. She said no. The, la- the, the lady said no. 
Nikki again probably uh, allegedly offered her $500,000 to recant the statement. Now, half a milli, okay? Now, whether it happened or not, I can I can think of some women or men or anybody in that situation who would say, you know what, that happened to me, but... And I'll deal with that when that comes, but I get $500,000, I'll shut the fuck up. I know a lot of people who will do that. I know some people that can do that would do that. However, even if, right, even if it's true or not, right? But my thing is, if you're offered almost a hundred, uh, 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 um, half a million dollars to recant your statement, and you say no again, now I'm now I'm now I'm getting a little hmm. Why you say no again? So now I'm perking my eyebrows up. Now I'm like, wait, what? And then when Nikki goes on Queen Radio and starts to badger the woman and come after her, now I'm really perking my eyebrows up because Nikki, why are you getting into something that has nothing to do with you? You understand what I'm saying? Again, you're going to stick beside him. I get it. That's your husband. He gave you a child. I understand that. Excuse me. But let's be clear. That was before you and him even met, maybe started even dating, maybe even started whatever. That had nothing to do with you. And from what it heard from me, what it heard to me like on Queen Radio was that you were defending him and not protecting her. When you're so bent and so loud about women empowerment. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing, because I want I want this to be clear. There are a lot of black women and a lot of people are saying this, and I don't give a fuck if I get canceled for it. There are a lot of black women protecting niggas. Not, 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 not. Hear me. Niggas. Who sit here and lie possibly allegedly about bullshit and then continue to deal still do the bullshit you're protecting for what again my thing is if she's lying why hasn't she took your money i would have snatched your money up i would have snatched it up And then probably would have played you more. And I'm I'm just being for real. Just tell me what I would do. Right? If I'm in her shoes, you feel me? I, you you know what? No, because I I, I was I was listening to a a, a, a few uh, great YouTubers talk about this, um, and they were all just saying no. I, I wouldn't take the money and they were right because honestly not taking the money shows that, okay, you know what? Y'all ain't going to play me. Like I'm just $20,000 or even some, just some, some change on the street or even $500,000 and to get rid of me. No, 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 no. Because Nicki Minaj wants to live a peaceful life. Cool. No problem. There's one no problem, right? But there is one problem with that. You married a registered 
S-O. And if you don't know what that is, sex offender. That's what you did. I'm, I'm, we're stating facts here. So now you're going on your platform that you worked so hard for to defend something that you wear, that you hardly know anything about, probably. Why are black women so ready to come to the defense of men that, that, that don't treat women with respect? Explain that to me. You have to, it's like somebody has to explain that to me. Why do black women go hard for niggas when when niggas don't go hard for them at all? Now, I've seen black men go hard for black women for real. But niggas? No. No. We know the lifestyle they live. We understand that. But the fact that you're protecting them and they're still not doing you right. Like this man has to register in every state. You can't, she can't move like she used to move. She used to move everywhere. Boop, 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 boop. She can't do that no more now that she's married. So why sit here? So why sit here and put yourself through that? Even on your platform. I get it. You may have been, I I don't know. I'm not even going to go there. I don't know what you were feeling at the time, right? And Kenneth may be good for you. But what I'm telling you in this particular situation is that he, he, he ah, it's sticky. And you probably need to leave your, your nose out of this sticky situation because it has nothing to do with you, Nicks. You know, like, let it go. Let that be handled. And if needs to be, because when you start to sit here and threaten and use your influence because Nikki has a bre- Nikki has an influence. Nikki's out here. She has she she's been in the game for ten years. She's gained an audience, a cult like following. She has some influence in the culture. She knows how to sit here and 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 use her influence to her. Be- like we got to stop acting like people in this industry don't have it like that. They don't have people to call to do stuff. Like stop it. They're not regular folk anymore. They get us civilians to go do shit like that. So we got to stop acting like Nikki just, just, oh, she done. Yeah, she probably did. Because the way you talking on Cream Radio, it just sounds like you're just defending something you know nothing about. And if you don't know nothing about it, sit back and talk about some goddamn music. And that's it. All right, y'all. We out of here. Peace out. Love, peace, and hair grease. Uh, make sure that you follow us on Instagram at T-O-B-W underscore podcast. Follow us on Facebook at The Opinionated Brother Podcast. Follow our network, the THC Network, on Instagram and Twitter at the THC Network. 
with the underscore that's at the thc network with the underscore you can follow us again on patreon and on youtube at the thc network all right i love you guys peace love and hair grease stay black <laughs> peace